Hello Fly Nation and welcome to the Freestyle Your Life podcast, the one and only podcast inspiring you to live your authentic greatness while teaching you that less is more. I'm your host, Anesta Kalle Zimmermann, and I'm on my mission to help you to be the hero you were meant to be and to live what you came for in life and in business. Remember, the quest we came here for is to discover our true nature, explore our potential and share it by living. Hello Fly Nation. As you know, the Freestyle Your Life podcast is created to support you as a heart-based entrepreneur and I'm delighted to present you Lorian Speaks on episode 22 talking about how to manage your administrative functions. I'm happy having the opportunity to talk to her and let's dive right into it. So, um, my dear listeners in Fly Nation, so I'm happy uh, today I have Lorian. Uh, is it Walkan? No, it's Vaughn. It's Vaughn. Vaughn. It's Lorian Vaughn Speaks. Uh, yes, Lorian Vaughn Speaks uh, with, uh, with me here. And you have speaks already in your name, actually. That's I know, isn't that silly? <laughs> That's Everybody funny. asks me about that and just says, uh, you know, you don't have to put that you speak. And I go, no, it's really my last name. Yes. <laughs> so That's great. So um, she's all about um, the author's business, and that's interesting for me too, as I'm actually in the process of writing my book, and um, I have uh, Brian Tracy as my book coach and stage coach and sales coach, and I have him nearly all my life. Um, but you are coaching people um, that want to speak and I want to write their book and deliver their message so they can concentrate on, on speaking and writing and you manage all the rest for them. Is that right? Yeah, that's about right. I mean, with each client, it's a little different as to what they need from me. Some people don't like to deal with social media, so I handle that for them. Others uh, want me to just find more speaking gigs for them. So I do a lot of research for for people um, okay. to find the right conferences for them. Oh, okay. And then others just um, have reached a point where their business is getting to a point where they're spending too much time on the administrative functions, and we also help there. Ah, okay. So you're taking the, the administrative part uh, away from them. That gives me headache too, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've always been kind of the detail person. Mm -hmm. I... Um, I've, I did that for a very well-known thought leader for 15 years and mm -hmm. did everything from her email through, uh, you know, travel logistics and company-wide meetings. So I kind of run the gamut on, on working um, a speaker or author's back business. All right, so uh, I, I'm I'm the intuitive one, so I could uh, I could um, really employ somebody like you to take all the headache <laughs> headache <laughs> things out of my way. That would be great. We keep that in in head in my head. Okay, okay. Uh, well, but uh, today uh, we wanted to talk about the 
top 10 ways to create massive growth in your speaking business and how you could assist. So yes. I just give the stage, the stage to you, uh, Lorian, and uh, oh. we'll see on the fly what evolves. Well, I appreciate that. It's funny because I've never really thought of myself as a speaker. I was always the behind the scenes person. So for me, this is such an interesting journey to be going and talking to you um, through these podcasts. Um, but what I do and what's on my website is this free um, download for anyone that wants to, to get it about yeah. the top 10 ways to create. Uh, create massive growth in their speaking business. Yeah, and that's part of totally that interesting. And I will mention it in the show notes because uh, some of my listeners might be on the run and they cannot write it down. So I will mention that. Sure, sure. Well, my top, my, my top thing to tell them is to just get on social media. Um, follow that icon in their field and comment on all of their posts in an intelligent, authentic manner. Mm -hmm. And you will not only be noticed by that icon, but all the people that are following him so yeah. or her. Yeah. So um, that's actually one of my number one things to tell, uh, especially beginning speakers, is mm -hmm. to start following that person, as I say, they want to be when they grow up. Um, mm -hmm. and, and really see what they're sharing. And as I say, make you know, intelligent comments and you will be noticed. Mm -hmm. That's, for example, what I do uh, mostly with my, uh, they are my own uh, mentors. Like uh, today I shared something uh, from my mentor, Darren Hardy. Um, he's a podcaster also, and he has a, a He's every morning, every day, he's in my inbox uh, in the morning because he has morning inspiration. And I'm with him for a really long, long time. He's a high-performance coach. And, um, well, I get these everyday morning um, episodes there in, in my inbox. And just a couple of hours ago, I shared... Uh, um, one of, of which might be interesting for my audience and for my followers, followers there. And because uh, he has always uh, great topics, right? Yes, I saw it this morning and I, I did. <laughs> I liked it. I did ah, like it. Yes. Okay. okay. So, yeah. so, yeah, so I think I it's something like that. It's something uh, funny, I find, from. Uh, any one of my 3,000, 300, 500 uh, people there in, in, on, on Facebook, or I will share something of good content of benefit from one of my mentors. That's exactly. That's good. Exactly. And, and depending on um, what your topic might be or whatever the business is of your listeners will determine which platform you actually spend most of your time on. I do recommend that you are on all of them, but yeah. we do tend to gravitate towards one of the platforms more than another. Um, Prior to doing this podcasting 
journey, I was always on LinkedIn and, and Twitter and doing that for my clients. And as uh, my clients are, are coming on board, um, I'm finding a lot, especially people like yourself, that's about the freestyle and the coaching and, you know, being a better person as opposed to a business growth kind of model. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes more sense to stay on Facebook. So, so, um, like I say, each, each client is different. So we need to determine what their goals are and, uh, take it from there. Mm. And I think always we need to be comfortable, right? So I have, I have Facebook, but this is my biggest one and I have LinkedIn and, but I have, uh, Twitter Mm-hmm. And I have, I just set up Instagram. Good for you. Not quite, uh, um, yeah, it's a bit tricky. <laughs> I, I had a good coaching from Michael Coberti. Oh, yes, isn't he? Yeah, I just love him. I adopted him. I know, I fell in love with that kid. He's just I amazing. Just love him. And he probably wouldn't appreciate that I just said kid, but you know, at, I'm going to be 61 this year, so it's like he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's young. Uh, he's one uh, one year older than than my son, so I, I, he's just uh, I, I, I love him. <laughs> he's I do. I do too. And, um, and 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 I have a grandson his age. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> yeah. No, but it's incredible because he he told us, uh, especially me for my case, because I had some some questions there how to approach uh, the the Instagram, and uh, but that was beneficial for my listeners here also because I'm dealing mostly with uh, with entrepreneurs and it's all about yeah freestyling your life so um, shift from whatever is not good for you. And up to becoming um, authentic, and well, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be on a platform like I am on Twitter, but I'm not acting anything because Twitter is not my. I don't think it's short. It's easy. It's everything, but um, for me, it's it, there's no connection, no real contact, no, you know. Okay, well, another piece of information that could be useful is to use Twitter to drive the people to your actual content. So let's say you've put out a new blog or whatever. That's what you should be using Twitter for is to drive them to go look at your blog. Ah, Um, that's great. Uh, Yeah. And so learning. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be twittering all the time because, uh, yeah, I'm missing the connection in there. And uh, and I watch everybody. That's why um, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time uh, until I can approve a profile because I really look at everybody in there because I have so many coaches and experts and I don't, don't want to spoil them with networking things or uh, somebody uh, every day um, just uh, making a picture of his meal or whatever. So I don't want to have that in, in in my account there. But that's a good idea to use uh, Twitter for that. Yes. Okay. That's okay. I'm going to write it down then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm here to have a conversation with you on a personal level and and to help your audience as best I can. Yeah. So, um, 
was it, were there any special kind of things? Because I, I come at a certain rate based on my expertise. And one of the things that I do talk about with great detail is um, the fact that anybody who is in business all by themselves will reach a point where they either burn out or they need to have a virtual assistant. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it has to be my company, but there are some real important things to know about hiring the correct VA for you. And uh, I'd be happy to help with that aspect as well in just please, yeah. getting clear about what you need. Yeah, you know? please share that with us. Well, as you grow, if you're spending 40% of your time on the minutia of you know, administrative functions, which may not necessarily be your strong point anyway, mm-hmm. it's time to hire someone. Yes. And based on what it is you need done will depend on the type of VA. You know, for a, a, for a quick project, you can go on to Fiverr or Elance or mm-hmm. Upwork and have somebody do something very quickly for you. And that's easy peasy. If you want someone to actually help you build your business, that's a completely different kind of VA. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that the person, um, whether if you're in construction, has a knowledge of construction. If you're in speaking, someone who knows Mm -hmm. the speaking world, um, I think it's important to really make sure you also have a a personality um, Mm -hmm. uh, click kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You need to to really be able to communicate well with that person. And sometimes, and I don't mean to, to negate the young people because I think that they have some skills that I certainly don't have. Um, which is why I have women that I hire for things that I don't do that well. I've okay. already reached the point of I have five women that work with me based on certain things that need to be done by a client. So um, I think we all need to realize there are things that we don't do well yeah. and make sure you just have someone else come yeah. and do it. I, I totally relate, in, uh, Loria. Um, cause, uh, everybody's here for a reason and everybody has his, uh, his talents and his, uh, desires and what he's good at and what he likes to do or she. And, uh, for me, this is mm-hmm. totally not tech and not, um, accounting and taxes and uh, not sticking too much in yes. the office. I'm rather the authentic outside girl. So, uh, and when, when it comes to really um, sitting here all day, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. I saw you. You were out golfing the other day. So Just, good for um, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I I take a break, and um, because I learned my lessons from my um, sufferings in the in in the past. And then I uh, I just take a break and grab my dog and go for a walk or I go golfing. I love to be outside in nature. Good, good, and and to know that that that's something you need. You know, everybody's different as to what they need. Sometimes I just need to you know sit in a quiet place and you know rest my eyes because I do sit here at the computer for, you know, eight to 10 hours a day and it's very frustrating. So I have little rules and things that I do to Mm -hmm. 
you know, keep myself going as well. Um, um, You know, we talked about, and, and, and you're talking about the freestyling your life and how important that is. I don't know. I didn't talk about this at the summit, um, but I've only had this company for 14 months. Uh, Prior to that, I was working for the thought leader who, who was 75 and retired. So, I mean, it wasn't something that I didn't know was coming, but I also wasn't going to leave until she was ready to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I found myself in Los Angeles at darn near 60 years old, uh, unemployed and laid off. And so I reinvented myself. I realized uh, corporate America does not want a 60 year old woman. Silly people. I didn't and, uh, yes, I, I was sure of that. Uh, well, you know, and it's so true though. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's so limiting on their part because we have such legacy knowledge that could be used and shared yeah. with our younger employees. But um, um, the whole thing, I freestyled my life and have gradually, you know, worked to a point where, yeah, where I am actually starting to um, look at people full time to come in. So I'm not working as much as I've been working these last few months. So um, freestyling my life was creating my own company so that I could continue to work and do what I know how to do. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, for my case here, as I have the, the, the uh, podcast coming, then right after that, the online summit is coming and then my book is in, in the next range. So uh, there is a lot of technical stuff with uh, email templates and funnels and whatever things came to, to do. So, um, and this is not at all what I love. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, I'm the people person, right? I can yeah. talk to everybody in every language. And then even if I cannot talk the language, or the body language or whatever, I can get along with people everywhere. But I don't like to be stuck in, 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 in processes and in paperwork and in taxes. Right. So, so we need so we need to talk later. <laughs> That's why I have all my taxes. Um, anyway, I did study that all that. I I, um, I did study economics and uh, I could do all that financing uh, myself. But I just don't want to do it. Right? It's not. It's this is not made for me, and therefore I shouldn't do it. So I have my tax accountant there, and I just. Um, had a technical assistant for, I think, three months now. I was looking for a long time mm-hmm. and searching and uh, virtual assistants, everything didn't work out and uh, it was really complicated. And now I have uh, Luis with, uh, working with me here and doing all that stuff. And he's happy because he can... Uh, work completely free of, of course we have to fix the directions well but he's a completely there's no office time no nothing here it's completely free to to work whenever he wants to just you know, the things well this is this is the wave yeah this is the wave of the future this is uh we, you know we are truly moving to a, a gig economy in which you can work 
a project and then relax for a while and work another project. Yeah. And, you know, um, when you hear gig economy, so many people think of just Lyft and DoorDash and those kind of things. But no, um, it's almost 35% of the workforce works in a gig environment yeah. in that yeah. they are either contract players or whatever. Only yeah. 51%. Yeah. Of and people will, are full-time employees in a corporation, and that will change even more. I'm yes. I'm sure of that. In 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 about ten years' time, uh, the people will will uh, be either set free or they will work from home offices. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, I've I'm been sure a I've been a home office person since like 1991, 92. Um, so, so it's like, I say that I am the work, the virtual workforce expert. I've been doing it for, oh gosh, now almost 30 years. It's like crazy. Um, I'm not that old, <laughs> but you know, I, I raised my kids. I was mom at home, but I still worked a full-time job. I just did it from home. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah, but and that, I, I think that is really the, the, the freedom uh, we we can experience off because uh, if I well I have been entrepreneurs nearly whole uh, my whole life I had uh, I was employed after after finishing uh, my studies but then uh, just realized that it's uh, not really for me so I was key account in a big um, pharmaceutical uh, company there but um, well yeah I'm. I'm the born entrepreneur, so to say, and Good. that's uh, that's better for me. But uh, the company was was uh, in Switzerland, so I was always with my home um, office there. That's nice. And uh, just doing my my own thing. But well, this uh, this acquires uh, self discipline and everything, right? We have to start off. It does. And that's the thing that that as someone who's looking to either become a virtual assistant or have their own company um, and a home office, you need to make sure you are the type of person that can stay focused, you know, that's not going to, you know, have the shiny object kind of yeah. problem yeah. of, oh, you know, oh, I want to go see that. I want to do this, you know. Um, I did have sort of my break there for a few months where, I only worked a couple hours a day, which was lovely because I never did that between high school and college or college and work. So um, I guess going back to how I can help your audience, um, when I, when I um, talk about the 10 ways to grow your business, I want people to realize that although it is a little bit skewed, if you're starting a new business of any kind, take a look at that um, PDF that's available on my site because I think it'll give you some insight in things that you could do to grow your business, even if you're not a speaker or an author um, Mm -hmm. and help you um, just get clear on your plan to raise your presence and become um, more uh, credible and everything within your, whatever your business may be. Okay. So I think it could be helpful for everyone, although I specialize in the speakers and authors, so. Okay. So uh, we wanted to talk about uh, how, how, what is the best, uh, I, have the, I have the other 
person talking there again on your side. Really? Because we have a because no one's talking over here. I'm all by myself. We must have a little. Uh, do you, are you, do you, did you used to have uh, what were those things called party lines where you'd get, te- you'd be on the telephone and all of a sudden you'd hear somebody else that was yeah, having a conversation uh, with someone sometimes, else. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It didn't happen for a long time. I didn't have it on, on, on neither on, on any uh, talk. Huh, that's right. very strange. Somebody in the line with us. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, as I consider it, it's really um, difficult to find the right person um, who I can give it and really sort of uh, he's responsible for it, for it, like Luis is in my case now. Um, and um, yeah, I can rely on that the work is done and everything. He's totally flexible, but I still have to... Uh, once I, I I put a list or uh, mention something, um, yeah, I I want to do it without keeping my brain in that again, right? So, mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So when you so if you get to the point, and I'm speaking to your audience at this point of the fact that you're spending forty percent of your time doing things that don't generate your income then that's the time to, to hire a VA. I think you need to make sure that you have a personality fit. I think that you need to have someone who has had experience in your industry and get references. Ask for references. It's just like any other employee that you might hire, although you don't have to deal with all the benefits and things along that line. So it's really a good situation for small businesses to hire a VA. All you do is 1099 them and then you're, you know, you're set. Um, And you can say, hey, I only need you five hours this week and I may need you 10 next week. And so it can be way more flexible than having a full-time employee. Mm. So. That's why I wanted to bring this up, right? Because having a full-time uh, employee, that's uh, that, uh, yeah, for small business owners, that's just not management. Right, right. Especially when you're first getting started. Um, until you're, you know, until you've reached a point where you need multiple people, um, I, w- I would start with a VA. But the mm-hmm. thing is, you really do need to do your vetting um, to make sure you've got the right person um, that has worked from home and has done the virtual assisting, not someone that's just getting started because a lot of them don't stay on track. But for the business owner, you need to be very clear in your communications of what mm-hmm. you need, mm-hmm. when you need it by, so that you have a definite deadline mm-hmm. so that that VA knows exactly what they need to do mm-hmm. and by when. Um, it really helps when your communication is clear. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had people that I've talked to on the phone that just don't know what they want me to do yet. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me the different things that you can do. And I go, well, no, I really think that you need to get your plan clear, clear for yourself. These are my goals and this is how I want to do them. So I need you to do A, B, C, and G, you know, while I do the other things. So, um, yeah, but, uh, Lorian, uh, um, clear conversation is, 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 
is key and golden life, right? In in any case, with employees or with uh, with kids, with partner, with uh, whoever, with friends, with right. It's not right. easy, and we have to train it. But the the clearer we communicate what's needed, what we want, or what what whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the better is it because it takes off the guessing of the other person. Well, exactly, exactly. Because if, you not, if you're not clear what you want, that VA is not going to be clear at all. But you, what you want as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. and you so. you you're just setting up expectations and waiting for things never to come because the other one uh, even didn't realize it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, if somebody of our listeners uh, would love to hire you, how would that work? Or is it uh, is it project re- related, or is it time and hours related? Or usually, uh, it's it's uh, based on an hourly type of situation. Uh-huh. And I actually have a starter package that's a 10-hour package so that you can kind of get to know, is this going to be a a good working relationship instead of um, saying, oh, I need you for 45 hours this month. Um, Mm -hmm. Start with like a 10-hour package. And I recommend that with anyone that you work with. Start with a small project, give it to them um, and say, this is what I will pay you and see that it comes back the way that you want it always start with a small project. Um, so I offer that to my clients as well. Here, I'll tell you what, you, we can do a 10-hour package and then um, we'll see how how we work together. And if it works, we can either up it or we can stay at 10 hours a month or whatever. So each client is different on their level of need and the amount of hours. So I kind of keep it on an hourly kind of situation. Um, when I proof or, you know, am, am editing um, books and whatnot, that tends to be a project fee based on how many hours I think it's going to be. But um, for, for the level of service that we provide, we're very, um, we're very inexpensive with regards to that. If you're looking for a $10 VA, I'm not inexpensive. I'm very expensive compared to a $10 VA. But again, I'm not a kid that's that you're going to just say, I need you to do this and hand it over. I'm that person that's going to partner with you to make sure that we're doing the right steps to grow you to your goal. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So what so. size range would that be? Well, based on the hours, it does go down if you do more hours, but the 10, 10 um, hour package is only $450. That's a very small investment to make sure that you've got the right person on board. Mm-hmm. Okay. From there, if it's more hours per month, then it does go down in price a bit. So, um, Okay, but there still is the challenge. Uh, me, I as a as entrepreneur, I uh, of course I have to say what I need, right? Right. But sometimes it's uh, it's difficult to say. Um, uh, yeah, if I'm just in the setting up of the of the of the Instagram uh, account there, right? 
I don't have no, no real feeling how many hours or will, uh, how many time will it take, right? Right. And, and, and that's a discussion that we have from, from the very beginning. We have a, a consultation um, conversation as to finding out what, what the goals are. I'll give you a sense of how many hours that might take. Um, and then how many to set it up and then maybe how many hours it would be to keep it going, you know, to keep, to maintain it. So, um, like I do all the tweets for one of my clients who is the most prolific writer and has articles in multiple magazines every month. So I'm doing hundreds of tweets per month for her. And it's about taking out content from her articles. But, a, but so we have a different kind of situation because it's not like an ongoing, um, just keep redoing the same thing. It's building from scratch every single time. So, uh-huh. you know, everything varies. And, and that's why I say we're a partnership. I like to have partnerships with my clients so that they understand that I'm, my main goal is to make you successful, period. And we'll do whatever that needs. And I may push back and say, well, now have you thought about this, 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 and this, instead of just saying yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, whatever you want. Um, I will give you my two cents and then I'll do exactly what you want me to do, but I will give you uh-huh. my, um, my expertise and my knowledge so that you can make the most informed decision for your business. Okay, I got it. I got it. And for example, if I, uh, if um, for the book, right? Let's, I always love to take uh, examples. So let's take my example just here. Still, uh, the other person in the thing, I hope it will not disturb their listeners too much up there. Maybe it's just me hearing, hearing him. I sure hope so, because there's nothing here. <laughs> okay, that might be just on my side here. Anyway, so um, I want to self-publish my book, right? Mm-hmm. And it will be around uh, 100, 150 pages. So, okay. so I will dictate it and then I need somebody doing the rest, meaning to type it, transcript it, and to uh, control it, read it, edit it, and, and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, there are people that specialize in that. Um, I have a couple of, of referrals that you could look at. but. Um, if you're doing everything self-oriented, um, if you'll remember, uh, Mike Koenig was talking about the otter.ai, I believe is the, um, the app, that you just literally speak into your phone and it types it out for you. Yeah, what was it? Otter, like as the little, you know, um, little animal of the sea, an otter, O-T-T-E-R. Yeah. And I believe it's .ai. A-I? Uh-huh. Otter.ai, I believe, is, is the, the URL. But just go to your app store and, and put in otter, and you'll get it. 
and that that will help you tremendously and that's that's a big cost off of your um plate to have someone actually type it all out yeah that's great okay Mm -hmm. i i sort of i had it in my back in the back of my mind but i sort of didn't have it on the surface (laughs) oh there are times when i'm sitting there filtering through okay wait a minute i've heard this somewhere where is it yeah Uh, Yeah. let me get that card file out yeah (laughs) there it is but they mentioned that and that i have it in my just have to look it up in my in my book i i wrote it down yeah that's i think i i definitely recommend you you do that that'll take that'll take a lot of hours out of your costs yeah i will i i have it somewhere and and the other thing is uh to edit it Uh uh-huh that would be something yes 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 i will go in and proof and edit to make sure there's no redundancy and um, based on a 150-page book, that's probably about 50 hours worth of work. But we would talk about how much that would actually run on a project basis rather than an hourly basis. Because uh, as me, I'm native German, right? Uh, anyway, I have to, um, I need somebody. You need somebody. To, yeah, I, get, I totally get it. Yes. Uh, to, to look it up because I have Grammarly running all over all my messages here. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, yeah, they still, the, 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 um, there are still things which are the wording is, is different. Right. right? And that, right. Uh, that is, that, that um, and that's Grammarly definitely not, Grammarly will not claim that, but right. um, that's that's a thing a native speaker only can. Right. Well, and, and let me tell you, <laughs> there's many Native Americans that don't have their grammar either. So don't 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 think of that as a negative. How many languages do you speak? And German, English, French, Italian, and Spanish. Oh, see, okay. So don't even go there. I mean, I can tell you how many English-speaking authors I've worked with that I sit there and go, oh, we need to reword this. (laughs) So don't don't feel that way that, you know, um, but... It's a, it may be a bad thing to say to to a German person, but I, I I always tease and say that I'm a grammar Nazi in that I am that person that when my kids were all going to school, the only thing I would help them with was I would read their essays and I would sit there with a red pen and and go, nope. Nope, nope. You need a pen. You know, this is a run-on sentence. This, 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 and this. Okay, okay. And so, so I would. And and it was funny when my son turned thirty. He said, "You know, Mom, I really hated you when I was seventeen, but uh-huh. thank you very much." So, so you know, um, that's that's one of my superpowers, as I call it. It's one of my superpowers is is going through and and making sure it's grammatically correct. Um, and that the the message doesn't get ruined uh, while changing it because I because it still needs to be your voice, not mine. It needs yeah. to be 
your voice, but yeah. we just, you know, clean it up in English. Okay. So we yeah. keep, will you keep that in mind? Uh, um, <laughs> okay. In, uh, by the end of the summer? And uh, is there anything you want to add? No, it's just uh, I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone that is looking to hire a VA and wants some input, um, whether they want to work with my company or not is completely irrelevant. I'm, I'm happy to help anyone. Um, feel free to go ahead and put my email in the show notes. And if somebody wants to reach out, I'm happy to help them. Yeah, I will, I will do that because I thought that is really uh, a thing that uh, that solopreneurs or small uh, uh, entrepreneurs are struggling with. They, they, they grow, right? And they need somebody there. But as I made my experience, it's difficult to find somebody who's really good and uh, who, who, who I could rely on, right? Right, and who right. Has, uh, who has uh, sort of, uh, yeah, the, the background yeah. and the office and, 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 and everything working there. And that's why I thought of you, and, mm -hmm. and because I know you're doing this for so long, right? Yes, yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I really appreciate you having me on your show. I wish you so much good luck. And um, I'll be listening. I'll be subscribing. Okay. So. I'll okay. keep my eyes and ears open for you. That's great. Are you in the group? Are you in the I group? I am. I yes. am. Yes. Perfect. Okay. That's great. And with the other case of the book, I will come up to you after the launch and uh, the online summit phase. So the book okay. is a little bit in the background now. You got it. You got But it. We're going to work on that. Okay. Okay. All right. So thanks for being here. Greetings to your husband. Uh, thank you. And thank you. Uh, have a lovely day. You too. You too. Okay. Good talking Bye. To you. Bye. Bye. Fly Nation. Thanks for listening in today to this episode number 22 uh, with Lorian Speaks and learning more about how to manage your administrative functions. Feel free to share the flight podcast with your friends who might also profit from the tips revealed. Please don't forget to subscribe to be sure to catch your next success story with Joy Idris on how to embrace life joyfully. Please rate and review either on freestyleyourlifepodcast.com or on the Freestyle Your Life podcast on Apple iTunes. Have a great day and go for your dreams. Remember Fly Nation. Break free and fly. Talk to you on Thursday. Bye.